Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Posterman Podcast. I am Elijah. I'm Ken. Hello. <laughs> I'm Tyler. Why did it take you so long to say hi? I'm Ken. Usually we go in a Because usually we here. start this and it's like we're all talking on top of each other when we start. We're doing this in the right way, Ken. <laughs> we're doing things right and starting from right and now. And someone well, still hasn't answered who they are. Well, excuse me. Well, he needs to get his nose out of his phone and well, pay attention to what's guys, going on. You guys were all talking and you guys went off on a tangent. And I believe I am Lewis. You are? You believe you're Lewis? Yes. Could you possibly be not Lewis? He has awoken, and he is here. I believe. <laughs> I am Lewis. I am Lewis? I think. I might be. Wrong. Uh, the movie this week is Hail Caesar. Ken, plot synopsis. A Hollywood fixer in the 1950s works to keep the studio's stars in line. Does he? Um, he looked like he had his hands full. See the thing really is he cool doesn't he doesn't it is <laughs> it's a real it's real dumbed down plot synopsis it is um and the thing is like he doesn't well he doesn't the only the only people he keeps in line are the girl at the beginning and then uh Clooney and, then, and then Clooney at the very end, yeah. but everybody else. But all the rest of the time, he seems to like ride the wave and like he he facilitates things. He, he you know, fixer solves. fixer is absolutely a good term for what Brolin does in this movie. Uh, but um, But he, but I don't know that it, I don't know that I don't know that I would say what he does is keeps people keeps the stars in line. I think he cleans up their messes. I don't. I think he just makes the studio he, looks good. That's what I think he does. Is he keeps he, the studio's face like clean to everybody else. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's 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 yeah. the other that's the, the I guess the flip side or not necessarily the flip side, but another part of it is yeah he he's he's running interference on these with you know on yeah on these journalists who are trying to write gossip columns about no one folks is a gossip would... columnist i th- i feel like they're they both, both gossip columnists but one gossip doesn't columnist. want to be called a gossip columnist i it doesn't matter she is the trusted the journalist, trusted journalist. Of two million people i was not paying i was i was not paying close enough attention to see to to well it was after after they she... said it the second time i was like wait a second did he say the same number or a bigger number? Same. It was the same number. Yeah. Okay. They both they both say almost the exact same thing, but two different ways. Because she says she's the hard hitting news. That's that's the big joke of it. Is she says she's the hard hitting news, and her sister's the gossip columnist. And then the sister comes in and says almost the exact same thing that the hard hitting news person says. So it's just right. an ironic like parallel that they're comparing to the real news is gossip columnists. <laughs> That's how I took that scene. Um, in my notes, I thought the voiceover person was Ian McShane. It wasn't. Nope. It was <laughs> James Gambin. Nah, is that who it is? No, it's Michael Glareton. That's who I got a narrator. According to the... What's Imdibus say? Imdibus says it's James Gambin. Mm, that's where <gasps> I got mine. Hold on. We have two different Imdibus. We have different IMDBs. To the IMDB, IMDB hunt. Tyler, what do you think of it while I'm looking? I didn't like it. 
I was I, as I was watching this, I was like, I think this is probably the first I, uh... Uh, movie that I have picked that I have a chance of you none of you guys liking. Like I generally pick movies that are, I'm like, ah, oh, at least one person is gonna like this. I don't but... know if I don't know what I thought the movie was supposed to be, or what I wanted it to be. <laughs> but as I was watching this, I was like, "What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> what is this? Where is this going? What is happening?" Yes, yeah, George Clooney's got kidnapped. What, what are we going to no, go get back? No, that's what I said. I said Michael Gambon. Gambon, dude, it's a B. Well, I have it written down as a T. Well, that's not my fault. Yes, yeah. actually, Michael Bublé. Ken, I was talking. I'm going to ask you not to yell over me talking. <laughs> Sit down. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tyler. Continue. No, I won't do anywhere. You can continue. Actually, I don't know anywhere to get you back on track. No, I, no I was saying that uh, I, I wanted this movie to be something that I don't know what I thought I wanted it to be, but uh, I, I guess I thought that it would be like a Let's Go Rescue George Clooney mission where there's very little of Let's Go Rescue George Clooney mission. <laughs> it's kind of Let's Just Leave George Clooney Where He Is <laughs> and, mission. And, uh... And then, oh, we stumbled upon George Clooney. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're done with that. End of the movie. Credits. Well, there's, <laughs> there is often a sort of, well, at least, like, I'm not super familiar with the Coen Brothers stuff, but, like, in Burn After Reading, there's this, like, at the end of the movie, there's this sort of domino effect where everything falls into place. And it's, or not necessarily everything falls into place, everything falls out of place in Burn After Reading. Um, so it's, I, I feel like it's not out of, not at least not completely out of character or out of, out of uh, form for, uh, for, for, what do you call it? The director's. For, uh, things to just sort of fall into place magically at the end, or fall out of place, like I said, magically at the end, depending on the. Or just sort of like things to coincidentally line up so that things work out. Yeah. Or don't. I won't say it's like the worst thing I've ever watched. Um, Lewis has gave me plenty. <laughs> but um, this is, this is not something that I sat down and enjoyed. Just sat there the whole time going. I hope I don't offend Ken. <laughs> it was fine. short. That like is this. that is one of the positives I have written down for this movie. Is it is short. It felt really long. <laughs> it was like an hour. It was a it was a hundred minutes. So it's not bad. Oh yeah, it's not bad. No. I forgot how well. There's a lot that I forgot about this movie. I still love it, but. There's a lot that I forgot about. I liked it more this time around than I did the first time I watched it. There's, I will give it credit there. <laughs> there was parts I really liked, like and, and like. Was it Chan Tatum's dance number? Because it's great. <laughs> that was that that was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I had a few good chuckles at that. Um, George Clooney's really like weird faces he made as he was acting. George Clooney's hardcore inside acting. Inside of acting. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those, those were great. Uh, the whole time he was kidnapped was, was pretty interesting. It was bizarre. Um. It was bizarre. The hundred thousand dollars falling into the ocean instead of the dog. That was funny. Funny. I've written down. And the, the writers are all like freaking out. They're like, no, not the money. They're like, oh. 
because they could have used that money. Right. I was like, that entire subsequence is ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm like, I want to know where all... Because, like, if you look, the boat is, like, packed full of dudes, but they managed to make enough space for Channing Tatum to walk, like, three-quarters of the way back the boat mm-hmm. and then run and do his fantastical leap onto the sub, which is the same run and leap he does during his dance number. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I noticed that in this movie. I was like, oh, wait, he just did the... Because I remembered I it in the sub. before you did. I noticed it in the sub, but I noticed it in the... Like, I remembered it from the sub previously, but then I wa- but then I caught it in the fantastical dance number this time. I was like, oh, so that's... How he was able to do that. I just thought it was funny. Or not necessarily funny, but interesting. Or both. Got any thoughts there, Lewis? Was I, am I relatively quiet tonight? Uh, let me look at my phone here and see if I've got my thoughts on it. <laughs> let, me, let, me, uh, let, me, let me read the giant uh, plots and options. There's nothing on Grinder tonight. <laughs> Can't swipe left there. <laughs> oh, it, seems, it seems like the more I try to be nice to you, Tyler, the more you, you try to egg me on. Um, you know what, but you know what, I, I hope you still succeed in life. Um, honestly, I just, I just had, didn't have time to watch the movie. That's fine. It happens. So. But I, if you see, have you ever seen Coen, Coen Brothers stuff? Yeah, I, I've seen Burn After, uh, Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading. Someone with Brad Pitt, right? Mm-hmm. The, the so only that, memorable character well, in that well, entire the, well, the movie. One, the, the one that has the, the most random death. Francis, Francis well, that's because that's the turn in the whole movie. Is As soon as Brad Pitt dies, that movie takes a turn yeah. to where all the stuff starts falling apart. I, I remember I wanted to see this movie. I thought it was I thought it was a cool cast. I remember when I first uh, saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh, look, Fat Jonah Hill. It is Fat Jonah Hill. It is. You know, before... Who gets Scarlett Johansson at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because he's reliable. Because he's reliable. But so you're telling me that this entire movie they're not they don't rescue George Clooney? They rescue Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Hobie goes for it. Hobie gets him. Hobie gets, gets him. him. Han Solo gets him. <laughs> <laughs> he just stumbles yeah, upon I... him because he follows. He follows. Um, he's sitting there at a restaurant mm-hmm. and he sees the case that Josh Brolin had with the money in it mm-hmm. sitting next to a guy, and the guy picks up the case and walks out, and he just follows him out because he's a naturally good human being so now is this movie based on a true story no. parts parts of it are based on similar stories because i because no. i thought are you sure yeah well I, this is this is one of those things that like it's i know it's loosely it's a, based I, on I, yeah like i know it's like yeah it's, it's a, but i thought it's a send up to hollywood in the 50s but i thought like in the trailers they showed something about it like you know what i mean there's parts that are true there's some of it that's true like ben hur did cost them a lot of money, did do this. They did try to do all this other stuff because that's the big movie that the big movie that they're making is based on. Okay. And it did be wrought with peril and just problems all around. And then there was the, they did random scandally stuff like this all the time with like fake, uh, the fake baby swap was actually a real thing that oh, happened. Oh, interesting. Now what's a fake baby swap? Scarlett Johansson's pregnant. She doesn't know who the dad is. Well, she knows who the dad is. No, she thinks she knows who the dad is. Okay, she that's does. true. <laughs> You're right. Fair point. Fair point. Because <laughs> she goes, "Is he the father?" Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> pretty, maybe, pretty, pretty sure. Pretty, pretty sure. Um, but then they legally try to get her to adopt her own baby, like she's gonna vanish away for a little bit. 
Wow. And then she'll come back and be like, I have all this wealth. I should spread it around. And I'm going to adopt this this child. Mm. And the child that she adopts is her own. The, yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. like, but in order to adopt her child, her own child, she has to give it up. Because the black eye on Hollywood is an unwed mother. Because mm. <laughs> a black eye on the studio. So Josh Well, Brolin and, and it's also way. it's also like her image as well yeah. is innocent is yeah innocent oh, and wholesome. Uh-huh. I get it. So that's do you think that happened in like it did happen? Oh, so there's similar stories. Hollywood did stuff like this all the time. That's crazy. If you old school Hollywood movies are some of the greatest. If you ever get old school Hollywood stories out of people, mm-hmm. they're some of the greatest things to hear because it's crazy go nuts what they did like. They wanted to get this actor to sign on to a movie mm-hmm. at one point in time. So they literally bought 20 hookers and hundreds of pounds of blow and put it into a house and got him so high and so horny that he just signed contracts. That is how that that is a true story. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that is how that's how old school high would work. They were like, if we we have to get him through these methods, we need him to do this much. We need him to do these many movies for our company because we need the money and the image. Yeah. Holly, old school Hollywood's crazy. <laughs> Hookers and blow, Lewis. Hookers it, and blow. It's nuts. <laughs> like, they, like, would sell out old, like, extras to pornos just to make money at some points in time. Like, if they didn't have enough money for things, they'd be like, okay, this extra, if you want to be in the big movies, mm-hmm. you have to go over here. Old school Hollywood's real skeevy. Yeah. Now was this was this during the time where like Josh Brolin was making like a comeback? Uh, I don't. I feel like Josh Brolin never he's left. He's always been here. It's I it's mean, just he's this, just been bigger. I was but, gonna say this might be the beginning actually this, of this, like this and yeah. Old Boy. Yeah, because I was gonna say because I remember Old Boy like before Old Boy like uh, the, the last thing I remember uh, him was being was in No Country for Old Men and then he was like at least for me he was uh, gone. Men for in a Black while. Three. Yeah. Yeah, but wasn't Men in Black three way after Old Boy? Like, I feel like that was already after the big hype of. No, it was. What it was Old Men's before? No, yeah. Men in Black is before Old Boy. Yeah, yeah. The, the remake of Old Boy is what we're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The remake. I thought the remake is what what put Josh. Dude, Brolin, not Old Boy. Like brought brought him back. You know what I mean? Old Boy brought him back. No, it didn't. Uh, Everyone hates that remake. Uh, the original is Never awesome. Never heard of it. They're, they're, it. No, they're both strange, little sick little movies. I uh, love the original Old Boy. It's nuts. I, yeah, I like, no, he like he's done. He's I been mean, consistent. he's in as far as as far as like sort of noteworthy things. We w go back, right? We go back to uh, like 2007. He's in Grindhouse and Planet Terror. I've not seen those movies, so I don't know how big a part he plays in them uh yeah through the late 90s and early 2000s he's not in a lot of stuff that's super notable yeah um his big his big thing's probably no country for old men that's yeah, where yeah, he blew up yeah that's, yeah, well, yeah, that's like, what i remember like, and then I w like... got some eyes on him because i remember like he was just, oh like... yeah no no country for old men yeah yeah, yeah yeah i remember that movie and i was like okay and then i didn't see him for a while and then for me, like I, I think when I noticed that he came back was when I, like when I saw him in Men in Black, and then I saw him in Sicario. Sicario. Um, and then yeah, he had he's had a steady career since then. And then I remember, and I remember seeing this the trip. It's been like, wow, this movie's like super, like you know, star. It's Josh Brolin's movie though. Don't get me wrong. Josh Brolin has the most screen time in the movie. 
Okay. Like, I have a thing, like, my note is Jonah Hill has only three minutes of screen time. Really? And he's, like, sixth build. Huh. Like, how well yeah. did this movie do? Dude, the box office is terrible. Um, <laughs> so, that, that I don't know. Is this, is this movie more of, like, a like a cult classic then? You know what I mean? Is it like... It's like any the, other Coen Brothers movie. The problem with, like the, it, the problem like with this movie, I think, was because they shot it on... 35 millimeter because in the beginning of the beginning of the digital transfer to everything mm-hmm. this is around that time oh, okay so when all the prints studios are coming down the coen brothers were one of the last holdouts to never to not want to film in digital mm. so the big problem with this movie was they have to they didn't want to only show it in places that only played oh it film. still had 35 that's why millimeter. we didn't get it because oh. we were all digital i thought we no, got we never got it we went we to camp hill and see us okay all. yeah now what other movies other than uh other than Burn After, did the Coen Brothers? No Country for Old Men. <laughs> they did No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Serious. Big Man. Lebowski. Inside Bull Davis. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, crap! Why can't True I... Grit. Why can't I think of the the big one? Lady Killers. Intolerable Brother, Where Art Thou? Fargo. Fargo. That's the one. That's Raising Arizona. That's Big Lebowski. I thought I said Big yeah, Lebowski. That's, that's, I thought Big Lebowski if I didn't say it. That's very interesting. They 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 have a very good career. Like their career is a very strong one in cinema. It's like but Yeah, and like are... all of their movies are like they never do the exact same thing twice. Like they do stuff that's similar, like Lebowski and from what I've heard, Fargo and mm. Burn After Reading and this are all sort of like tonally similar, but all... the stories are very, very different, now, they... and the way that they and the way that they're shot and the way that they're put together are all very, very different. Do they try to make these guys in the same, like in the same uh, universe? If that makes any no, sense, no, it's not. They're not in like it's not. A, it's not. A t- it's not the same universe. Like the guy from No Country for Old Men's not wandering around in the same universe as Fargo. Okay, that's crazy that they did No Country for Old Men. I I just really like that movie. Like that movie it's was a good movie. It was the first movie, you know, where yeah. Um but yeah, old school, but they're they're really good and if you ever want old school history on cinema, just look stuff, look it up. Hollywoodland's another good movie to get some information. It's about Christopher Reeves and everything behind his story and all that. There's some dirtiness in there. About like how he became Superman? Old school Hollywood. No, about how pretty much he died. How it's kind of a conspiracy. What? There's a lot of conspiracy. Like, if you watch old school high, like, if you watch, like, a bunch of things, like, they can link together, like, some, I forget what other murder thing. The Black Dahlia? That links to some something in Hollywood. Yeah, too. the Black Dahlia, I've, there's a podcast about it. But, yeah. But, but there's, a, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of weird things happening. Um, Ray Fines is my, is my spirit animal. <laughs> I just I officially decided that in my head. I was Who? Like, the director, dude. I just love him. He's just great. Voldemort? Every time I see him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just, every time I see him, I get happy. I'm like, oh, you're, you're Alfred in the Lego Batman movies. Yes. And I like, I love everything about you. <laughs> uh, Hobie's whole scene on the fancy movie set is a very fun <laughs> scene where he's just trying to act about it. Yeah. And you, he's very much... Like it's it's interesting. I I I enjoyed Hobie's character in this movie. I remember liking him the first like like when I've watched it before, 
But I paid closer attention and I liked him more this time. Um, because he's just like this stand-up guy. And, you know, he's, he's, he's like working class turned star. Like he started out as a, like a stuntman slash horse wrangler. And then he, you know, then, well, he says it, he says it himself. Like, you know, I would, you know, they found out I could, you know, say a couple lines and then they found out I can sing. And all of a sudden I was, you know, I was, I was like the star of the movie but he never he never set out to be that. Yeah. And as a result, he like throughout the whole movie is just like he's trying to do what what the people above him want. Like he wants to make a good product. He's like, I just you know, I want the movie to be good. I He just wants to be helpful at the end of the day. He just wants to yeah. be he just wants to do what, what he believes is right and what he thinks the other people like he thinks everybody's all good and goes gold at the end of the day. He's like, oh, I just want to help out this guy. I want to help out the big director guy. He got me a job. He's giving me this other job. It's nice of him. I'll help him out by getting that money back. And fun. maybe I'll find some who kidnapped um, Hope. Not Hobie Doyle. That's him. Uh, um, George Clooney. George Clooney's George character. Clooney. Whitlock. Baird Whitlock. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll find him in the, in the process. He just wants to generally be a good. He's the he's the good. He's the best person in the movie. He's himself. The yes. whole movie. Like, he doesn't change for everybody else's point of view. He just is Hobie. Yeah, well, I feel like... I feel like he... But he's also naive, and he is low enough on the totem pole that he doesn't necessarily... Like, he, he's he's allowed to be just sort of unapologetically a decent human being. Yeah. I think that... Uh, uh, Mannix is a... Is a uh, the Josh Brolin character is a good guy... But at the same time, he has to sometimes do not necessarily good things. He's the anti-hero. That's why I like to call Yeah, him. he is a little bit of an anti-hero. Because you, want, he's... you like him, and he wants to do good, and he's like, and you I'm can trying see to he's... do good by my family, right, and trying to do good by everybody else. But you know, and like you can you see, he, like, he, he goes to confession every 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, the priest is like, dude, you don't need to come this often. You're not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you can see the guy is is conflicted and trying really hard and wants to be a you know, wants to be a good person, wants to be the person wants you know, like he wants to be the person that he wants to be and he wants to do what's right, but at the same time he knows that he has to do some bad stuff. Or not necessarily he doesn't necessarily do bad stuff, but he has to cover up bad stuff. He has to he has to lie a lot. Yeah. At least to the public. He doesn't necessarily have to lie. He has to lie and figure out backdoor solutions to problems. He has right. to. He has to cheat his way around some things. He's got to pay people off. He's got to. Right. Make everybody right. look good. He... Like everything's going smooth at the studio. Greases the wheels. Yeah. Um, spaghetti Westerns versus romantic dramas. One is apparently better than the other in the eyes of some people. Oh, well, sure. Like they, but I that's, feel like they all teeter around the same realm at the end of the day. Genre pictures versus versus highfalutin versus, you know, hard-hitting dramas. Mm. Now, the, you know, the the thing is, but the the funny thing about this is or at least for these movies it was an earlier time, so like we didn't there wasn't as much variety in in <laughs> what you have. So, yeah, so you have you have the the sort of funny ha-ha slapsticky comedy 
easily digestible Western, and then you have the sort of uh, overly complicated melodrama, weird, uh, with the Taurus a simple, uh, instead of it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like that was that. a good sequence. That was, I, said, I enjoyed that part. Um, you know, like, so instead, you know, and it's, it, I guess it, and this is, this is maybe a little bit of commentary in that, uh, like both are entertaining and fun, but at the same time, like there's pretense and different things for different people. And, uh, yeah, like me, I, I think maybe there's, like I said, there's some commentary there about the art of a movie and then the entertainment of a movie Mm -hmm. and just because a movie is entertaining doesn't necessarily mean it's art and just because a movie is art doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. mean it's entertaining and i think the maybe the best movies are the ones that do a little bit of both uh this is, in the rare occasion, this is a body count of zero in a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, nobody died. Nobody dies in this movie. There was almost one death. Mm. Scarves are a deadly thing. Mm. <laughs> Tyler goes, did she just put her scarf in there? <laughs> and then it happens, he goes, yeah, put her, she put her scarf in there. <laughs> so, Lewis, at one point in time, the uh, the lady was uh, pulling up some of the film for the, what was it, Maddox? Yeah. Maddox to, to watch and as she's putting it in she like her scarf got in the way and it looked like she put her scarf in with the film and I'm like she just put her scarf in there like mm-hmm. both of them saw each other put like the lady put the film in there so mm-hmm. I was like oh maybe they saw it and she just actually didn't so you're now watching the film and all of a sudden you just hear these horrible choking noises and you look over and like her scarf is now like pulled into the reel of the uh, the film how close was she to dying Probably How long pretty... does it take to strangle someone? It's about that length. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, why are the sandwiches so tiny? Because <laughs> they're finger sandwiches. They're finger sandwiches. Yeah, but that, 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 who wants a tiny sandwich? Nobody wants a tiny sandwich. Yeah. That's what George Clooney had like that's, 10. I was like, that's George why communism is bad, Elijah. I know. Because you have finger sandwiches. I was like, communism is a bad thing. This has already been decided now because of the tiny sandwiches. <laughs> I have communism. If you were going to try question to, mark the future. Dot, dot, dot. If you were going to try to invite me to something and get my opinion and try to get me to join up with something, and you gave up to me with this itty bitty tiny ass sandwich that looked like it was bread and cucumber, I'm going to take that sandwich. That's what it was. Smack it out of their hand. I'm going to smack it out of their hand. Wasn't it to be like, you know, was it communism like all for one and one for all and no one gets anything? Well, the, the, the idea in, right. in, a, in a perfect the, world. Or I should say, in, in, in perfect communism, everybody gets what they need. Yeah. You know, and everybody gets the same, essentially. Yeah. It's not... But you don't always get what you want. Right. Exactly. But nobody gets get what they want. What want. Yeah. Ah. Why you gotta be that guy? That's, that's the flip side, is, <laughs> is, you know, like, if I don't get what I want, then nobody else gets it either. Communism for everyone. Um, another Even thing, dog. aviation is serious while movies are just make believe. That's one of the things mm. the guy says when he's trying yeah, to sell the phone. Yeah, the Lockheed guy. And I'm like, mm. 
Mm, no. <laughs> so a certain level Everything's... of seriousness that has to happen. I was about to say, if you watch this movie, yeah, I was about to say, if you watch <laughs> this movie, it just it, like it's it's very behind the scenes, but most of the stuff he's dealing with sometimes is pretty serious stuff. <laughs> in the eyes of the beholder, but it's all serious. Yeah, but but it's also like there's no substance. Yeah, like, that's that's the I think that's that's what this guy was sort of talking about is that there's no i mean yeah you have a movie you can watch but i feel like at this point movies are kind of disposable because there's no vhs there's no like you watch a movie well that's why you plunge out of that's why there's so many old school movies was because they were just build they were just going all like as fast as they could they were just like okay here we go let's go 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 <laughs> right that's what'll blow that's what blow will do to you that's what blow will do to you um but it's, I think that movies were important for that time too. It was escapism for a lot of people. Yeah. Like just to get away for a minute, like for like an hour away from the crappy time that they were in. <laughs> um, well, it was the fifties. The fifties weren't exactly a crappy time. Okay. A slightly, a slightly not crappy time. <laughs> you know, post post World War Two, pre the pre the crash of the seventies, you know, or actually pre pre the you know, political unrest, social social and political unrest of the sixties. You know, the fifties were a pretty good decade. Just a chill time. From a from a sort they of had Elvis. from a sort of cultural cultural socioeconomic perspective. <laughs> they had Elvis. Thank you, Tyler. They had Elvis. I mean it's the fifties. Did the fifties have Elvis? Pretty sure. You should Google it. <laughs> um, someone is calling from the future. One of my favorite lines. Uh, we are the future. A movie studio is going to give you the truth, even though all they do is make make believe. Apparently. Chain mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Tame song and dance number is my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, they definitely had Elvis if he died in 1977. Okay. I, I wasn't arguing. <laughs> I just was curious. Huh. Uh, Allison Pills in this movie. I love Allison Pill. She is for... <laughs> she probably gets... She gets less screen time than Jonah Hill Yeah, does. but she's not as charted high that's, as... Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill is on the poster in the trailers. <laughs> and you see most of his... And you see everything pretty much You in see the most trailer. of his sequence in the trailers. Uh-huh. That's crazy that he did. It, did they just cut a lot of his stuff out, or was it just? No, it was probably a small part to, the, the, to begin you're with. Getting people in seats. Jonah Hill at that time was running off of Moneyball, Super Bad, everything. So Jonah Hill's Jonah Hill was more of a name than Scarlett Johansson at the time. That's crazy. Uh, Scarlett that Johansson is, that is was true. Scarlett Johansson was just building up steam from the Avengers movie, which I think this came out in. It wasn't like I felt uh, like Scarlett was always big. Yeah. Talk about your Home Alone three. Oh yeah, Home Alone three. Oh yeah, we'll sit here and talk about uh, my brother. Twenty sixteen. <laughs> this movie came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah, so she's just building up steam. So she would have just. She would have been. She would have been. She would have no. She would have been filming. She would have been done with Avengers filming, and they would have been filming this probably on top of everything else that came out around then. Which would have been like Avengers Two, guess, Lucy. You know, it's crazy. It's got to be trippy filming a movie that's supposed to be behind the scenes of filming a movie. Yeah, it's very. It's very. Yeah, this yeah. was after Avengers Two, before. Yeah, but 
But I think in the trivia, Re- yeah, realistically, she was she just found out she was actually pregnant while filming Harold Caesar, and that led into Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh, so she actually has a real kid. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say realistically, because that's why she doesn't have as big of action probably... sequences in Age of Ultron. Ah. that's why they put her with the Hulk most of the time. That's why you. that romance happened. If you were curious, um, interesting. Um. Fun facts. Fun facts I have. <laughs> um, Dolph Lundgren plays the sub-commander. <laughs> then they cut it. I was reading The that. guy that comes out on the... The guy that comes out. Yeah, that's Dolph Lundgren. Interesting. Then they say they Although they did get a... Uh... The scenes out. They cut a lot of the sub out. Because they were apparently going to go in the sub. They did oh. not go in the sub. No, they did not. That's good. That would have been that would have been long, weird, and boring. Yeah, and lots of mm. reading of subtitles. Uh, bye bye money. <laughs> bye bye money. money. I have written down. George Clooney Throw never takes. George Clooney never takes off the Roman soldier outfit he has had on. That one. Yeah, yeah that's Roman weird. Outfit the entire movie. That was weird. I, I was thinking, wait, they don't have like a bathrobe to give him at the you know they've kidnapped him and he's got to walk around with that. Prop sword. I don't know why he didn't take the go after some off. guys with some prop sword. What? What was the whole purpose of kidnapping him? To get money from the to to hold. He he's held for ransom. He was being held for ransom. One hundred thousand dollars from the studio. Now was that like big money at the time? Oh yeah, yeah. That's huge. Um, and then they they lost all that money in the water in the water. Um, yeah, I remember you guys saying about that. Yeah. But uh. He they also wanted him to join the Communist Party, mm. so they wanted documentation of him signing stuff, pictures, everything. I got you. Just to be like, oh look, he's a communist. So in case they don't pay it, yeah, we're gonna flush all this information out there. Right, and they blackmail him because they wouldn't they wouldn't kill him. They were yeah. Or they blackmail also, the studio. Because they also had information on my other note. Every time they say on wings of eagles, <laughs> they make they make an eagle call. Yeah. Noise. Uh, because apparently something happened on that in that movie, which well, they the, tell you at the end. I was of the gonna movie, say at the end they do tell that us that it's all speculation, but or at least they. It seems like it's, Josh it. Josh seems like they, they tell us at the end. Yeah. Josh Brolin tells the one newspaper lady that it's not true, but just says the story so the audience knows. But you have to assume that it's true, right? Because he acts. Because at one point, one of the the writers says, "Or we could tell everybody what happened on." On, on wings, wings of like eagles, eagles and, <laughs> and and George Clooney instantly caves. Yeah. So and then sits back down in the chair. Right. So th- is... so the implication there is the story is true. Yeah. They're just telling everybody that it's not true. Well, what was the story? Him and Ray Fiennes had a the loving. <laughs> the rumpity to, to and get, the bumpity to get the to, to, he he had sex with Ralph Fiennes to get a role to get the role that made his career in this yeah. On Wings as Eagles or On ah. Wings as Eagles is the movie is man. the movie that that launched his career. career. I got yeah. you. So, so he had like, sex with and, Ray yeah, the, that, that's the that's what that's, that's the, like I said the implication the uh, the uh, that's that's the story that's the story but. We don't actually get confirmed but, nor denied that it's true. Right. So. Well, uh, Mannix, Mannix aggressively denies it, says it's a work of fiction, it's a rumor. Mm-hmm. And fights to find out who found out the info and gave it away. He's like, who's still here from that was worked on On Wings of Eagles? Mm. Besides Maddox, me, and the director. Right. Interessante. Mm. Uh, the number three is also mentioned and used a lot in this movie. 
Uh, he mentions the three cigarettes at the beginning of the movie. There's the three crosses. Mm. There's in the bar, there's something that's that's three that I've forgotten, didn't write down. But in the bar dance sequence, that I was like, oh, there's a lot of threes. But that's just random things that I noticed. Because <laughs> he references the three cigarettes in the beginning. And yeah, then I had two, maybe kind of, three. Yeah. Then things just go from there. But yeah, that's all the notes I have on the movie. Ken, do you have anything else on it? Um, oh, uh, my my funny uh, Jonah Hill and Scarlett Johansson. Is that more or less believable than Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen? Less. In this movie. Very less. Because in long shot, you can see the chemistry kind of grow through that movie. Right. Yeah, they... She literally walks in the room. He speaks two sentences, and she has chemistry, and she wants to like take him into the back room. <laughs> Maybe he just need the right words to open the floodgates. I'm bonded, ma'am. <laughs> it's about the only lines he said. He said, "So he's reliable." Two lines. I'm oh, bonded, uh... ma'am. It's just part of the job, man. Uh, blonde Jesus. <laughs> Blonde white guy Jesus. Well, we don't ever see his face. <laughs> you can see his arm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 blonde Jesus. Oh, praise be blonde um, white Jesus. <laughs> uh, sneaking cigarettes, missing dinner, and striking movie stars in anger are confessible sins, as far as Mannix is concerned. Like when man, that last confession. Well, I'm going does, to hell. <laughs> Well, I, I think it speaks to his character as I was as I was talking about before, where he's he's trying really hard to be a good guy. He he wants to he's he's trying to be a good guy. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to do right by his family. Like it's it's he doesn't like the fact like and at the very beginning he can come to confesses that he lies to his wife. Like he's trying to be a good husband and a good provider. And and that's like and you know and he's entertaining, um you know this job offer from Lockheed who you know which, which, sounds like he'd be silly not to take for the amount of money they're offering him. And then you know and then and then they say oh yeah and we're gonna extend your contract by ten years and stock options, you know that that's, good. That's really good. That's a good, you know it's uh-huh. a good deal. Uh there are there are people that stay in jobs for longer than they really want to so that they're so that they're you know so that they get fully vested and their stock options become i personally don't think he did it because he didn't want to be involved with like the bomb and all that stuff that they were talking about it's it's interesting why you can you could we could sit here and speculate yeah. for forever about why he because I feel did like he or thought did that maybe take... his job was the sinful job, but then I think he sat there and was like, "Oh, I might be doing some sort of good or something." Well, I, I, I think maybe you could, you could, yeah, I think you could make that that jump to that or draw that conclusion where he didn't want to. Oh, where well, well, this is a a bomb that could bomb. that could <laughs> kill people. Like making a weapon is a whole lot worse than sweeping scar you know squeeze sweeping the starlets out of out of wedlock baby under the rug and you know paying ransom to some communists granted we didn't know it was ransom to communists to that point but he just wanted his actor back 
And but he like was, and that, he jumped to it to get it back. So right, yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, he took that he took that responsibility very personally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was, that was. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Yeah. Second walkthrough was better um, than the first. I gotta tell you. I said ScarJo should have been Mara. <laughs> From Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Amber Heard pulled off the look pretty good. No, it was. I, I'm. I'm mostly kidding. It was when she like rises, rises out of out the with water the trident, with the trident and the crown. I'm like, hey, Mara. <laughs> the mermaid flick, and then she said, she, I forget why. I was like, she pauses and jumps, and you're like, why'd she do that? And they're like, gas again. <laughs> and then I'm like, man. Scarlett Johansson's entertaining. It's all get out for the ten minutes she's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> How much did it cost to make this movie? Uh, I should just know. jump to ask questions when I can bring up Box Office Mojo. <laughs> uh, can any more fun things? Uh, no, I, oh, all my, my remaining notes I'm going to save for the Robo Punches it. section of the... Then let's do that. So Robo Punches. Robo Punches. Robo Punches. They're Robo Punches. I love that it's different every time. Punchy. Will every you time expect us to remember one week to the next? No, but like eventually I expect some similarities to happen, and they haven't happened Never. yet. Uh, no, I'm sure we'll do. I'm sure we'll do uh, heavy metal mm. mouth guitar again at some point. Because they are robot punches after all. Budget and was twenty-two is... million dollars. How much did it? How much did it make? Thirty million dollars. Ah, oh, so at least it made what it was put. You know what I mean? It made a little bit more. It made eight yeah, million but it, more, but still. But that's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not a super great success as yeah. far as Hollywood is concerned. They broke even. They did a little bit better than that. They but. did a little better. They could have paid. They paid. They paid the. They paid the concession, dude. <laughs> I, I when I wonder when when it comes to these movies and you get these big names, do like actors get like a couple million? To make those movies? Contracts all depend on contracts. You know what I mean? Or is it... Or is it it depends I mean? on how good their manager is, how good they negotiate. Robert Downey Jr. How bad they want them. He's the only one that I know a lot about. He has a... He had a contract for the Avengers movies to keep making... Like, he was... I forget where he signed on again. I think it was before that one. I think it was Civil War. Mm-hmm. He signed up for more, and he signed up for back-end deals. Okay. Which means you get money from the DVD sales, the merchandise sales, everything else. Yeah. So, and you still get a good chunk of change from that movie anyway. Yeah, and they still pay you a salary. And they still pay you the salary yeah. from that. So he gets back-end deals. So if you bought all of those Blu-rays, you're, you know, okay. you're helping a, pay Robert Downey You know, a, a fraction of a penny of every DVD you buy is gonna that has it. Downey Jr. in it. You know, like he gets a half a penny. That's only for the Avengers movies. I don't know if that's for everything else. Of the Avengers movies. Or whatever. For for the sake of. That's how you get people to do contracts. It's like, okay, sign here for this much stuff. You get the X amount of money for this. And some people will take less. Some people take more for things. Like, hey, like I think, I forget who it was. I think everybody took a little bit of a pay cut so that Scarlett Johansson can get paid about the same as everybody else in the freaking movie of the Avengers. Oh. Because well, she was making substantially less than everyone else. Oh. Well, I, the only reason I ask is because it's like you said, like, you know, with such A-list actors in this movie, you know, like, for for the budget to have well, only been... Does that, like, the, is, that, is that budget including what they paid them? Yeah, yeah. that budget includes yeah, salaries. Production budget. Sometimes, That's crazy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I would have thought it would have been... 
Uh, you know, well, well there's, there's a lot of it's not even like a and, day on set, right? Well, and, and there's also an element of like not not everybody does every movie for a paycheck. Yeah, like, you know, uh, like I I remember hearing at one point, you know, Kate Blanchett, I think it was Kate Blanchett, saying, you know, she was in, you know, she did a movie for, for the paycheck. Yeah, and that so and and you know like that one movie that I did for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Let's me do two or three others because I want to do them. What were you saying, Tyler? Well, I was saying like uh, Dave Batista did the same thing with Ho- Hotel Artemis. Yeah. Like they all signed on for that movie because it's something they really wanted to do. Right. And like they read on and believed in the film, and then they jumped right. on. Right. And it. if it's if yeah, and that, that yeah, that's the other side. Or maybe you know like you know these uh uh you know Quentin Tarantino and the Coen Brothers, and there are other filmmakers who you know, manage to get the same people every time because they just like, they working, like together. working together, you know? And if they're, if they're good to work for, yeah. Oh, you need me? Yeah. Do I have the schedule? Can I make, can I, Hey, Hey manager, can I fit this into my schedule? Yeah. I'm let's do it. Let's sign up. Well, they paint, who cares? I don't care what they're paying me. They could pay me peanuts. I don't care. I want to do this because well, I like working for these people. And typically their work gets them some notoriety, some, possible like oscar nods and stuff like that like leo be stupid not to take up the once upon a time in hollywood role after he got like two nominations for two quid tarantino movies now does <laughs> right. now when you win an award like an oscar does that like can you and essentially like ask for more money i like to call it if there is a bottom of that oscar they remove it and then they put a stamp. But then the problem becomes is there's people that defy that. Cuba Goody Jr. owns an Oscar. And when was the last Cuba Goody Jr. movie you've seen? Radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... it. Well, they, they, A-list. Yeah. Once Upon a Time, A-list meant Oscar winner, Oscar nominated. Yeah. Okay. That that's slipped some. That's not quite the same anymore. A okay. list is now A list is now more tied to your box office performance. I got you. Um, like Chris Pratt's but, never been nominated for an Academy Award, but he's declared A list because um, he brings the people in because yeah. he has two movies in the top five all time grossing movies of all time. No, now three of the top five gross highest grossing movies of all time. What Jurassic Park and Avengers? Jurassic Park and two Avengers movies. That's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, so... that's true. So, there's... There's stuff... Like, so, there's... Yeah, so Once Upon a Time... Mm-hmm. And it, it's also for certain movies. Uh-huh. You know, like... Oh, I apologize. Like, Avengers Infinity War knocked Jurassic World off of the top five list. Force okay. Awakens is on that list. That, uh, that was, that's, that's the fifth movie. Um, Titanic and Avatar. Uh... <laughs> Like, The Rock mm-hmm. is, you know, can can write his own, like, can probably demand his salary mm-hmm. for any movie that he's in. Yeah. But nobody's courting him to be in the Academy Award-nominated movie. They're courting him to be in Hobbs and Shaw. They're courting him to be in the, the Jumanji. Jumanji 2. Got, yeah. Jumanji 3. Um, like, so, like... You know, that's because The Rock is charismatic AF. Yeah. Super entertaining. Yeah. Super dynamic. But also that he's got that big imposing action star thing going for him. Yeah. 
so he's he's you know he's a bit of a, a you know genre actor he's not i mean someday i i will be surprised if the rock doesn't at some point or dwayne johnson if he doesn't at some point get an academy award nomination yeah but i don't think See, that's necessarily going to happen, happen now yeah anytime in the next handful of years oh, yeah. Yeah. it'll be after once he's slowed down and yeah. and you know can't hit it as hard as he used to then he's going to have to show us all and show the you know show the world that he can act his acting chops and we know like those of us that have been watching him for forever know he's got them yeah you know the but dude is super versatile yeah but he's yeah i i get what you mean but at this point he doesn't he's not involved in projects that that, that involve that the academy looks on for those 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 types of things i got you all right what now we need to restart our song, Ken. So, Robot Punches! Robot Punches! Punch! Robert Punch. <laughs> Robert Punch? Yes. Robert Punch. His name. Is, I went to school with Robert my, Punch. My name is Bob. Bob Punch. Bobby Punch. He was a good dude. Roberto Punch here to to do the punches. He's here to show you where you punch. Today we're learning the art of the punch. We shall take our fist and punch. we will that punch. <laughs> Tyler, do you want to start us off? Um. Wow. <laughs> That was something. <laughs> so the movie uh, or by or the, Roberto the, Punch. Roberto Punch. Do you Punch. want to hear more about Roberto Punch? <laughs> I think we've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a give it a three. Uh, I had moments in the movie that I really enjoyed. Uh, I said earlier, George Clooney looking lost and confused when acting, and then him being in the communist house that was that was entertaining. Um, I liked Hobie. He's a great character, um, but other than that, it, it to me it felt kind of long. Um, again, I didn't really know where it was going for the longest time, so <laughs> I was a little lost. That's, and that's a Coen Brothers movie for you. Yep. No, yeah, sure that, is. that is it. Have you have you that, watched Lebowski? That that is uh, no, a very like yeah. But it's made me not want to watch any of their other movies. <laughs> the other like you gave it a three. That's pretty high middle ground, by yeah, the way. Like that. That, that I, means that you should watch more of them. Yeah. Fine, I'll no, give it a two. Not necessarily. No, I'll change my rating. It's six not is, good enough. A six is not. My low rating's not low enough for a six. A six is not a seven. A seven is play it. A six is pass. <laughs> as far as that now, goes, Ken. you can blame Elijah. Four, but. Four. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's about on a ten point scale. Oh. We're actually we actually have a twenty point scale, but oh, that's if you add us all up. <laughs> because we do, you do, we do quarters. I'm with you now. So it's it's not here. five; it's five times four. Oh, so it's, it's a twenty point scale. Mathematical, baby. <laughs> that's right. Ken. fucking poster man ain't about the simple math. Bitches. We are smart. <laughs> you know I don't do math too good. No, I, no. I'm not Tyler. I'm. This go is, ahead, do what you do. What you do, man. You know who baby. does math good? Is it Ken? Roberto Punch. <laughs> no, he's back. He's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Roberto Punch is back. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> what? Tip to deal to deal deal. No, he came out of this. He's not relevant. Hey, Tyler. 
Jessica Garfunkel to your mother last night. That's also not <laughs> relevant. <laughs> um, I, I give this... Oh, no, wait. Elijah, you, you... No, I'll go next. I'll go next. You go you next. You should want me to go next. You didn't watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I but I could still be neutral. <laughs> right, well, what'd you rate it, Lewis? Two and a half? No, I That's mean... That's neutral. I, uh, no, yeah, I, two and a half is neutral. On this 20-point scale, two and a half. <laughs> no, I was gonna give... I was... I was... I would have given it a three. I mean, hearing the people that's in the cast, I also like, I also like Burn After Reading. I also like No Country for Old Men. And the way Tyler described it, where like he was lost in a movie, like that's very much how I felt when I watched those movies, where I was like, what the hell is going on? And then when I saw it, I wanted to watch it again. And the way you guys make it sound, it's definitely a movie worth, like, if you... It's worth a watch. Like, if you... I, like, I enjoy this movie I, I think I think if... If it's the way you guys explain it to be, where like it's something like like, you know, like one of those movies, I I enjoyed those movies, yeah, you know, and and here in the cast, the only thing that makes me sad is to, to know that like Jonah Hill only has like you know he has like, three minutes, like three minutes, you know what I mean? How like how long was Channing Tatum in? Uh, he does a dance. Number. If it weren't for the dance number, <laughs> less. I was about to say he does a like ten minute dance number. Well, then, you know what I mean, like it. It, it just it sucks that like you they have all these big big hitters, and it doesn't seem like they're on the screen that much. But well, that's how you get a lot of big hitters is you don't put them on the screen for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but, especially if you want to keep the movie a breezy yeah. sub two hours. <laughs> but but I mean, like from the way you guys were making it sound, it it you know like I it it sounds like a very good decent watch. Like you know that's like it's like a movie that I would if it was on AMC I'd watch. So. Thank you, Tyler, for making it sound so awesome. It's a three. Remembered, uh, I forgot who George Clooney was for a minute when we started watching it, and I didn't want to be like, hey, that's George Clooney, and then not be him, so I told Elijah, hey, it's the guy, it's the guy <laughs> that does the, the stuff stuff. <laughs> I, uh, my like favorite is you got mad, and I said, hey, look, it's Thanos. Well, well the thing is, I, was like, <laughs> I think I also, I, I, have a, I have a huge man crush on George Clooney. He gets his tackle tank. He's one of the, he's a uh, he's one of the only men that I would let sleep with my mother, oh. and have no problem with. We went over this before. Yeah, so I'll state it again. George Clooney, you get a pass. So, Tyler, do you know who I'd let sleep with my mother? <laughs> Roberto Punch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going with. It was. Well, the first time I saw it, I thought this movie was like a one. We've now skipped Ken. It's fine. No, he said mine. He said Elijah. He said my name. He asked for my opinion first. He didn't skip me. I'm well, sorry, Ken. We you know who people. skips people? Roberto Punch. Punch. <laughs> um, he gives me... Uh, I give it... It was a one when I first saw it. Then the second viewing, it was a lot better, and I enjoyed it a lot more. The second time, so it got pushed up to a two point five, and I saw it right in the middle. Ooh. See, I, 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 I'm not remembering you disliking this movie that much the first time you watched it. I just but... thought, I know, I thought about all of my Coen brothers. I remember, like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love the movie, and I remembered it being very neutral in my brain. But then, as I, as time went on, I started to push it down and down more because I thought I didn't like it as much. So maybe that's what happened, and I just. Remembered it not being as good, and then I remember watching it. And I was like, "Oh, I thought this movie was pretty okay." That's right. So that's why I was like, "Okay, oh, right okay. in the middle." Yeah. So it's just like the okay. It's okay, like as I time it. eroded it away, and I was like, "Oh, my brain just was like, oh, I didn't like this movie because it was uh, very neutral, so it just went down." 
Okay. Because I process the Coen Brothers movies very weirdly. I don't much care for their movies a lot. I really only like No Country for Old Men. Bad ass movie. And I discovered The Lady Killers this year, so... That's the one with, uh... Tom Hanks. T- Tom Hanks, Marlon Wayans. They're in the... Yeah, they... they they're they, in, like, the basement. They're the have basement you seen No Brother Arthur? Yes. The Soggy... The Soggy Brothers, whatever. The Soggy Bottom Boys. The soggy bottom yeah! <laughs> Okay. I couldn't. I, I fell asleep. Interesting. <laughs> that, that was a good. It reminds me of Bubba Sparks. Interesting. Uh, I give. But I f- might be give that movie another chance, but it's it'll probably fall about the same level where I feel a lot of Coen Brothers movies are is about right in the middle. Yeah, well, that's another movie with a surprisingly good cast. Yeah. Of, you know, and a lot of people are you know in it for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's your turn, Ken. F- four and a half. Ooh. I, I like this movie a lot. Um, it's weird, and it is that. it's fun, and it's funny, and there's a song and dance number, and there's there is a, a very song weird song and dance it's number. Great. It's well, like, and it's and it's and it's dovetailed against the synchronized swimming sequence. Like, this movie is it's so weird, but I love it. So, out of 40 points, what does it get? It's 20. Do math, Ken! Oh, sorry, out of 20 points. Is it out of 20? It's an, eight, it's an 18. Five, five, five. Oh. It's an 18? It's an 18. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> in the 20 point scale? I mean, in your 40 point scale? Not 18. Oh, on a 20 point scale? We do math yeah. here, folks. It's a. 17. He said two. He said three. I no, said no four said and three. a half. He said three. Four and a half is 17. Two. Oh, you changed it to two? Yeah. My, my, Never mind. My low rating wasn't low enough for a life, so I had to lower it to two. If we're adding, if we add all of our scores up, yeah. that's a different number entirely. Look, folks, Isn't that just, what you're doing for the 20? No. If you can do math, email us at the Posterman Podcast. Okay, guys, guys, and tell us what the math the answer to this math problem is. Elijah gave it a two and a half. Yeah. The half point goes to yours. That's a five. No, no. The half point is a point. So it's a twenty-point scale, but we just do it in five. Okay, so you can you can have a movie. We could theoretically rate a movie a point two five. I'm really okay. confused, but um, we need yeah, that makes it a twenty point scale. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a twenty point. He scale. stretched. He stretched. He's, you, I get it now. He stretched it out. He's, so to get to one, you would have point two five five. So if we point seven five yeah. one. Uh, and that's one two three four. That's how he's getting twenty. And you I do that assumed, five times. I just 20. assumed that because we rated each five. And you're just that adding five, five five five. So I was. That's how I got twenty. That's how I thought he got twenty. Uh, so then I was like, okay, we're just gonna do this. 2.5 plus 4.5 your you. 3 plus his 2.5 that's what I was doing that's, he was doing entirely different that's what I thought but alright either way sounds like this movie got a pretty good review it got a on our next podcast review. we conquer AIDS you don't conquer AIDS that's not a joke Roberto Punch <laughs> uh, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole <laughs> yeah that wasn't cool at all 
Um, it's Comic-Con week. Yes. And Has anything happened yet? No, but there's speculation on what will happen. DC's out. Warner Brothers is out. What do you mean out? Interesting. They're not showing up? No. Nope. No. No Warner Brothers panel? No nope. DC panel? Nope. Not even a DC booth. Not even a DC Comics panel? Nope. Wow. <laughs> Maybe they're going to show up. That's, like, that's mean, like, for everybody, for a little context, everybody, that's like Sony not going to E3, which did happen this year, but... Because from the layout, there's not a DC booth. So. Interesting. I'm assuming that there's that is, not comic. There might be comic people there, but insane. they might be there on their sure? own free will. Well, yeah, they'd be there for Image, or they'd be there repping other books. Or they or, might be there repping their own book. Or the, there. Well, yeah, that would be Image. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, not necessarily But they could be image, there but... for a DC book. They're just not there as, like, this is the DC people. That's crazy. So, yeah. That I mean, is crazy. Is there speculation of why? Marvel's back. That's the big thing, as I think it is. Well, I, I'm Mar- surprised, uh, but I would think back. that like, DC Comics would be there, because DC Comics are, I mean, they're not they're not killing it, but nobody, like, the comic book industry in general isn't killing it. Dude. So, like, it's not terribly surprising that, it, that that's what, that, like, I don't, it, I don't really care that DC movies aren't going to be there. It's a little bit weird that there's no Warner Brothers presence at all there. That's, that seems strange to me. Uh. And it? and it doesn't it doesn't surprise or and and it really surprises me that there's no DC comic book coverage there. There's not even a DC booth. That is very very surprising to me. You think Marvel's gonna release it's twisty? Anything? Very twisty. It Marvel's is. is gonna release anything importante. Well, see, the funny thing is there hasn't been like ever since. Well, not ever since, but here the last few years since uh, the Disney I, and I, mis- I misspoke. The Disney and and Marvel thing has become more and more entrenched. They have held off. They've they've had a smaller, especially Marvel Marvel Studios. Marvel Comics are still a big thing at, at mm-hmm. Marvel or at Comic Con, but the movies are less and less of a thing because they tend to push it to D twenty three, which is usually a couple few weeks later. Got it. Did you read the which and that's Disney's? Wrong? No, I I misspoke. It was by accident. I I. They, D, Warner Brothers is theirs, but they put DC in their booth. So there's, they they just combined booths. Price speculates that rent's getting a little too high. But the comics is not there. Interest. That is interesting to me. The DC TV is the only real thing that's going to be there. The streaming service and the, the CW. The CW shows. shows. So DC's going to do their own... Interesting, hmm. interesting. They're going to do their own, like, streaming service? DC already has their own streaming service. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it good? Titan, I don't know. It's expensive. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's got very little content I want. And... <laughs> Therein lies the problem. I mean, you, you you do get access to their comics, but... You don't even get access to a lot of it, too. Oh, they, don't they, you? I, they said that's the shittiest part. Oh. That's why people dropped it like a hot potato. Yeah, that seems dumb. Because they were promised all this limited access, but then they limit your access to the comics, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I'd be like, no, but there's for, for now. There's just the Titans show, Doom Patrol, uh, um, Swamp Thing. I thought I, I thought it got canceled. Swamp Thing did get canceled. It's still there. Young uh, Justice Outsiders and Injustice the Outsiders. Sorry, I forgot that one. Why did Swamp Thing get canceled? 
Why does one thing get canceled? Probably because it costs a lot. Uh, and the well, DC and, streaming services. Oh, AT and T just bought Warner Brothers, yeah. and oh. so there's been there's been some speculation, and so, well, there's been some shake up there, and a lot of the speculation says AT and T is is uh, taking care of some potentially runaway spending on the, the part of Warner Brothers because they just bought it and they want it to be they want to make their money back, and or the they DC. want it to be profitable, and so a TV show that's going straight to a streaming service that's not making any money is getting canceled. Absolutely. Because it's not, we're not, there's there's no, it's like one of those things, wait a second, wait a second, this show is costing us how much an episode to make? It's like selling one sock. We make... You'll never make money because everyone needs two socks. Uh, except for people who only have one foot. Um, it's more like... <laughs> That's Lewis for proving me wrong. Tyler, do you know who has one foot? Uh, is it Roberto Punch? Thank you for actually saying it. I'm just saying, you can't. That, that, there is a specific market where you can get rich. You can be like, this sucks specifically for people who fucking have one foot. Same thing with this gloves. This sucks. This one sock fits either your only left foot or nope, your only, it's only right for, foot. It's, it's, I would only sell one for left feet only and one for right feet only. But uh, the big thing is Marvel Studios is DC's coming back. DC's going to and SDCC 2019. Real quick, does Warner Brothers own go. DC? Yes. Uh, Has for a long time. Yep. Long, Batman. long time. Okay. And now Warner Brothers is owned by ATT. Yes, that just only, that only recently happened. So how, how much do you know how much the merger was? Like I feel like I, I, I don't by Warner Brothers. Yeah, because uh... I feel like you know the whole like everybody knew how much or at least was speculating how much you know, uh, Fox, Fox Fox and you know Fox and Disney and how you know how big that merger was. I didn't hear anything about this until literally you just said it. I didn't even know that happened. Uh... That's because the problem... eighty five billion. Acquisition of Time Warner. God, that's because that's because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If when when Disney bought Fox, that's two movies. That's a movie studio buying another movie studio. Yeah, buying one of the big like four movie studios. Yeah, five if you count Lionsgate, which I will. Um, so it's a big deal because then that makes two of them in one. Mm -hmm. And then that means Disney has all of their content that they yeah. can use. But Disney, yeah, it becomes more of a powerhouse. And it then. becomes a bigger yeah. deal. So then they make more money, which then means they can just... They're the, they're, like, I'll use the example. They're the Yankees of the movie world. The Yankees have a lot of money. Yeah. They can buy a lot of people, good yeah. people. <laughs> hmm. And But the big... The big thing that I have about the entire San Diego Comic-Con is the Russo brothers are going to be there doing their own panel. Ooh, their own panel. That's exciting. Yeah. And what's going to happen? Uh, I'll wait. But it's uh, it's going to be an interesting little panel from what I hear from the Twitter, which I will describe then when who returns. What have the Russo brothers produced? Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, Captain America movies from Winter Soldier to Civil War, mm -hmm. Community, Arrested Development. Oh, so they've... They came from TV. Oh, okay. Um, so they've always had... That's, I didn't know they did Arrested Development. Yep, they created Arrested Development. That show was ahead of its time. Yep, they helped create Arrested Development. They helped create Community. 
they helped create a bunch of stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I've watched none of those. They created the movie Yumi and Dupree? Nope. Hmm. I'm real bad at watching anything TV show related, though. I wasn't talking about TV show. You mean Dupree's well, a movie? I know Dupree's a movie. Dupree, I know Dupree. Dupree. I know your man Dupree's a movie. My name's Tyler. You know who's friends with Dupree? <laughs> you know, I actually, Tyler, I'm so sorry for making fun of you. I understand that you have the mental and brain capacity of a child, but I believe that one Was day, it Dupree or Dupree? But I believe that one you day mean you'll, Dupree. You'll, grow, Dupree. You'll, you'll grow to be a sensible young man. And successful, which okay. I believe you'll do. But also at San Diego, there's going to be a whole a whole bunch of things being announced. There's the the Game of Thrones cast is all coming together for their farewell panel and goodbye. Oh, the uh, I I just read that I think the directors are the directors are out. Yeah, which I think is a croak of shit. <laughs> Why they don't want to sit there and hear people complain? So, but the thing is, it's like, I, I think if you if you're gonna put it on your show and you're gonna you know talk in the and the on the commentaries about all this stuff that you could have done, you know, and you clearly know that you're gonna piss some people off, man up, you know what I mean? The show's over, just man up and just hear here's, from the people. No, here's they have heard from the people. I hate people that complain about things that end. Everything ends shitty to everybody because it's never gonna end the way you want it. Yeah, I like any anime ending will tell you that. Some, well, some, 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 some of them do, but the thing is, it's like I, I can't name five animes that end good, <laughs> and uh, that includes Dragon Ball Z. Well, Dragon Ball Z is still not over. Dragon Ball Z is over. <laughs> but Dragon Ball Z was dope. Goku, Goku, Goku saves. He saves the world. He takes Cell. You know what I mean? No, he doesn't. The end of Dragon Ball Z is him fighting Oob and then flying away. Oob was part of that. I thought Oob was Dragon... part of the end of Z. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. That is, that is not pretty. That, well. that's pretty. I thought. I. I honestly thought Z ended with, with him with, like I thought Dragon Ball Z ended with him taking, taking Kibu. No, 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 killing Cell. Like oh, you know, God no. That's, Z, that's Z, end, Z ended. You missed Majin Buu saga, my friend. I, I completely forgot about the Majin <laughs> Buu saga. Is is what I is forgot what about. But, but yeah, it's that's how that ended. You Hakusho ends incredibly dumb uh, with the dark tournament saga just being a big non-event. No, no, no. It, it, it goes. It, the show keeps like the American ended with the with the tournament with the. But you like you like he go Yusuke Yurameshi goes and finds out his father is like a demon. Yeah, that and, happens in the that happens in the show. Yeah, that, that happens in the American show. But that happens. But they, yeah, but like the the series finale doesn't end, it doesn't end with a dark tournament. It ends with him like killing his father. No, he doesn't kill his father. No. He they become friends. And then he kills the one guy who's like, I can't even remember. He doesn't kill anybody in that tournament. He does, There isn't a tournament. There is a tournament. There's a tournament where, like, he... Not Tagoro's tournament. There's another tournament? There's a, that's, the, that's the dark tournament. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't even watched that show in a long time. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop had a good ending. Yeah, mm. things of stuff. No, it didn't. You don't like Cowboy Bebop's ending? No, it didn't. What about Gundam Wing? I didn't watch Gundam Wing. Oh. I'm sorry, I misspoke about that. It's called the Demon World Tournament. Okay. <laughs> Sounds dark. <laughs> but it ends with a big reunion, and then you, you then the Yu Hakusho walks in at the end of it, 
You just get your mushy? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I, I it's been such a long yeah. time since I seen. Yeah, no, I get you. But but I can't but I can't name a show that's ended well either. I met your mother ends terrible. Oh, but I, it's like yeah. Like, but the, but the <laughs> thing is, though, it's like okay, so but but I you feel... can't like. But yeah, everybody has their own ideas. But you also have to go with what HBO George R. R. Martin says and everybody else says. But but they just had because a... one girl goes crazy and lights everyone on fire, even uh, though you can know that from the start of the series, you don't know that. Yeah, you do. Se- they have a prophecy of a crazed yeah. mad queen no, who no, no, de- no, no, destroys no, no. stuff. They, they talk. They talk about the the, the the But the thing is, though, she goes she goes from the previous season to being a normal person to mm-hmm. then to then the series the season finale. Being, her just going crazy out of nowhere within this three episodes. called bipolar. You know what I mean? But she didn't. She wasn't like that in the entire show. So they, you know, so they had a. All I'm saying is they had. So a, then a lot of people that had, shouldn't have named their kids that, they're now pretty uh, pissed off. Oh well, they're idiots to begin <laughs> with. Cause I, but like they they talked about how like they had a shot to 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 extend this the, the series for two more seasons and explain everything and really end everything. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if you would have not rushed it. They they talked about the whole thing about how they had two seasons they they could have extended for two more seasons and they could have really ended everybody's story. I think I would have been more satisfied if you gave me a, a whole season where you see Daenerys go crazy and then you know the final season is her. You know oh, what I mean? So you, that that would feel more earned. Yeah, and, 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 instead of instead of literally just being like, here's here's six episodes. Oh, episode three, she's fucking nuts out of the entire. You know, I've watched. I've watched six seasons of her just be a, a completely normal person. I'd argue that she's not normal. I've only watched half of one season. So she literally sits there and eats some random crap on some things. What I don't remember. I don't care enough to remember everybody's name. Well, what does she eat? Like what? I don't remember. Oh. All I remember her is just picking up this thing, just like, then she starts making out with Jason Momoa. Then oh, oh, I think I think she was supposed to eat that for like fertilize. I think that was like a wedding ceremony. So she can carry his baby. I think that was like a Darthraki. I think if one of your like, it's not that she, like, I think it's part of like that that the ritual. Did, did I mention I don't care? Oh, <laughs> but see, but see that yeah. Let's. I just well one. I know HBO has a like HBO doesn't know how to end their series. No one knows well. that. That's that's like I can't name a TV show that's ended well. <laughs> oh well, you know I like the I like the way Futurama. You watch Futurama. Mm. I like the. I like the. the I didn't scene. really like the last episode of Futurama. Oh. Which? What do you think is the last episode? Because you have random last well, episodes. The, future, the, 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 the last episode is I'm going back to the first episode where time stops. Time stops. Fry and Leela travel the world. They do everything they wanted. They grow old in a world that stops, and then the professor's like, "Hey, I, I was, figured I was out how just to checking because of randomness to, that you how, thought how, was the last episode. How to fix that? How to fix that? <laughs> and they're like, you know, and they're like, you know, but if we do it, everything starts back from the beginning. And they were like, you know, and then Brian Lilo were like, yeah, let's do it again. It's worth doing it. I thought that was a really cool way to end a series where it, it just goes back to the beginning and you restart the show. I'd have to revisit that episode. I feel like I watched it the first time and didn't like, well, because isn't the one before that a super random, weird, it is, it, it is. The thing bizarro is, episode? I, I, I think, I think the reason why we, I like it so much is my wife and I, we watched, we watched the whole, you know, we binge watched it. The entire way, so it wasn't like we, you know, it wasn't where we we stopped watching. Like we watched. Um, you didn't have that giant gap. We didn't have time. that giant gap before it, before Comedy Central bought them, and you know, was like, hey, we're bringing back the series, like you know, you know, because I watched it before, but then like you know, I got her into it, and then we just binge watched till the whole point, till the series ended, and 
was like, that's a great series. And did you did you include or not include the movies? The movies are included, and they they made it into the, they made it into a season. Okay, that's that's how it got. Well, know, yeah, I, mean, I I I was just yeah, yeah okay. like like Benjamin Yeah, yeah, no, I I yeah, I'm I'm familiar. Yeah, so that was yeah they 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 made them into the season, so that's how that's how you got to watch them as. Okay, but um, but yeah, I I don't know for me like, it just I. I understand, I understand that, you know, like, it sucks when people say your movie sucks, but, you know, it, at least go to the, go to the thing and just, you know, be like, all right, let, you know, own up to it, be like, yeah, this is what we did, blah, 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 you guys don't like it, don't like it, but, like, I think it's a cop-out to... How do you know that that's why they didn't or not going? Oh, well, they're saying that scheduling conflicts and, and filming stuff, but I feel like that's such a cop-out, like, I feel like, you know... Like on like, nuts. I have to honor other commitments to make money so, so I can't do this so thing. So I can't, on nuts. So I can't get yelled at by irritating fanboys. But I think that's... I, but who knows what happens if they're not? What happens if they're literally just at home being like... Ah, you know, like I would rather be at home than hear people being stupidly yelling about some queen of dragons. <laughs> you want to be bitched at for a full day? <laughs> about some non-existent character. That she had no control over? <laughs> You know, I just... Well, she's there. It's she's the directors there. that aren't coming. Yeah, the directors aren't going to be there. Well, yeah, there aren't they working on like 6,000... Do they have 6,000 other projects brewing now? Yeah. They got like, they got like seven aren't they doing? Shows aren't they doing? Aren't they doing... And aren't they doing a Star Wars movie? Yeah, they're... they're, they're Are they they're, doing a Star Wars movie? They're, they're in charge of the Star Wars oh. universe after this Star Wars movie. Mm. Well, we'll see how they turn that into shit. It's Sorry. already shit. So I just yeah, I, I can't get anywhere. Well, I, I can, but, the, but, the, but I, I also I also think I also think it's different. Lisa trolled you. <laughs> oh no! But I also think it's different because it's like you know, you, you're not invest. You weren't invested. You know what I mean? Like you weren't invested. Like some people are. Like that show was. Oh, I I I have been invested I, in shows that have ended poorly. It's just I can't like. I don't see what the point is to go there and then just yell at them for stuff they already did out of their control. Maybe you don't know if it was in their control. I mean, if you, I guess. so it's one of those things where like HBO could have been like, Oh no, we don't want it to end this way. We need to end this way. Or George or, R. R. Martin could have been like, well, I want it to end this way. Cause George R. R. Martin this whole time has said, that's how I wanted it to end. Really? Well, they, they're think... the ones that stuck to their guns about, yeah doing it in that last season like yeah. they they were offered more more time. yeah yeah they were offered yeah and and so I, but that's what i'm saying like i think i think it just yeah i for me it's more just like why why make a show and have all these character plots and have all these stories to then like not to just be left being like okay why the fuck did i learn all these people lost i never even got into lost because <laughs> i after the first season of lost i was legitly lost and i was like i'm not watching this shit just saying you're invested in a bunch of characters in random. Oh, I heard season two. I don't. It's <laughs> entirely I, wasteful. I've never. That, but that's why you know what I mean. But that's like the season way you feel, like. Two is when I got fed up with that with that show. I I so after so season one wreck. after season one I'll tell you this I I think I stopped watching that show. It's because the writer strike that was a big thing that killed season two. I think mm. what when I I stopped watching that show when like the polar bear was on the island. That's like the second episode of the show. <laughs> well, there you go. See, I, I was I was so confused. About, I was like, I'm not watching this. But yeah, I've watched that show till the end. And but I, I, but you know, but I also, I also think I, I accepted how they did it and I oh, moved along. Oh. I don't let it rule my life like some people do because I named my daughter the the I, Queen of Dragons who burned I, up a bunch of people. I, I, if you're I, if you're naming your children after characters in a TV show. 
Especially a TV Don't show that it. it's still airing. Don't do it. <laughs> PSA. And now I'm going to move on to my other thing from the Comic-Con. Because we're just going to go back and forth about this the entire time. So, um, so the Russo brothers have a panel coming up in San Diego. And they keep teasing every like other day with a random teaser of the time, the place, the date, where... And so the first one they played in the background and the music, it was the Avengers assembling on stage at San Diego Comic-Con. And you're like, oh, they're going to talk about the Avengers. Then the following two days they played Donald Glover and Danny Poutine doing the Spanish 101 rap from Community. Then the next day they put up... And Arrested Development quote, because I didn't watch Arrested Development. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's, oh no, it's no something in, there's money in the banana shop. There's always, there's there's always, always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. Okay. That's Which, what that's, that's them shouting that. Do you get what, what the, the that's the day, that? No, I didn't watch it. I know they own a banana stand. Yeah, well. So. Don't, don't explain it. Oh, okay. It's not important. No. Keep oh. rolling. I'm, that's the not important thing in this oh. story. Because I don't know where it's all leading at the end of the day. And then the last one they put up is San Diego Comic-Con, and it plays the Avengers song mm-hmm. again. So I just <laughs> I just am irritated at this Russo Brothers for playing with my emotions a lot in this entire thing, <laughs> where I feel like we're not going to get any of this information from them. I'm hoping that we're getting a community movie from them, but that's all I really hope for. So the reason I brought it up. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and that's the thing I'm excited for Comic-Con. <laughs> Just to hear that part. Oh, and to find out the actual lineup for the Marvel Studios movies that are coming out. I will be surprised if we get much of that. They they have or a whole hour long panel. About oh, Marvel okay. Studios. Okay. So I don't know how you're gonna fill an hour. All right. With... Well, no, I didn't. I have. I'm. I, in all honesty, have paid precisely zero attention to what's coming like what's going on at comic-con like i don't know what's coming i i'm just i'm gonna ride this wave here this weekend as it's happening and you know keep my ear to the ground as i'm able Um, i'll probably do what i normally do and just let you guys tell me about it sounds good (laughs) you know I'll, i'll be paying attention to you know some video game youtube channels keep my eye on marvel that's you know that's all i really care or that's generally how i get my information about this stuff these days so um but if you have any information on any on any topics from comic-con or anything else send us an email to the posterman podcast at gmail.com check out our website at www.thepostermanpodcast.com find us on twitter at the posterman pod check out our instagram at the posterman podcast or find us on facebook at the posterman podcast to complain why tyler took forever to give us the freaking Box Office Rundown podcast for June. <laughs> Send us hate mail. See y'all next time. Look, I had I had things. You know who else had things? Is it Roberto Punches? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye, guys. And Lewis chooses to stay mum, so bye for Lewis. <laughs> <laughs>